Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with Big Tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. Thursday of last week, I reported on something Francis did that was uncharacteristic for him. He wrote a short, concise letter that didn't unnecessarily reference his own writings. The letter was unambiguous, and it basically told the German bishops, once again, not to pursue their heretical and schismatic synodal way they recently relaunched after the church-wide synod because, well, it's schismatic. That's why they did it. He didn't say it as bluntly as that, but it was the message, not to go into schism. The responses in the comments for my video on that were what you'd expect. People pretty much were split between being hopeful about this and others either being skeptical or just laughing it off because until he announces an apostolic visitation and he gives a few of these schismatic bishops the Bishop Strickland treatment, any such messaging from Francis just can't be trusted. And I'm inclined, unfortunately, to agree with that last sentiment, that we shouldn't trust it. But that doesn't mean that the message from Francis wasn't received loud and clear by the German Catholics. It was received, in fact, so clearly that it's already being rejected. In fact, it was rejected with lightning speed. And it's unfortunate, but not unexpected. Today's story comes from katholisch.de, the official Catholic news arm of the German Bishops' Conference, with this headline. The church can only meet people credibly through change. The article was published Wednesday night, and it was the fastest, most immediate response we've seen yet from the German Bishops' Conference to Francis's constant refrain of demanding that they not pursue change in the church without the rest of the actual church. The context here is important. The German bishops have been meeting since 2019, yeah, that long, and plan to keep meeting until 2026. That's longer than a lot of ecumenical councils have met. Their goal is to use the Ted McCarrick situation in the church, you know, that situation where all too many priests were the spiritual sons of Ted McCarrick and Maciel and others like them, and did awful things to people that you can't speak about on platforms like this one. And the German bishops are planning on using that situation to force radical reform on the church on matters of who can be ordained, the morality of the flesh, and church governance, none of which has much to do with those problems. Francis told them to slow down and not pursue reforms that the church can't actually embrace, saying such movements threaten the unity of the church. Which means he's accusing them of being schismatic. <laughs> on Wednesday, we get this response from the German bishops through their news site. Quote, It cannot be glossed over. Pope Francis looks with concern at the Synodal Committee, and especially at the Synodal Council, which he sees as, quote, not in harmony with the sacramental structure of the Church. He made this clear once again in his most recent letter on the German reform process. When he now suggests that the Church in Germany go out and meet people, especially those on the margins, as an antidote to the flood of committees and self-centeredness when discussing the same topics, it almost sounds romantic. But does it actually resonate with them? Many people, including those on the fringes, no longer want to meet the church at all. They ask themselves why the Catholic Church is often still such a power apparatus in which a few decide everything, even small things, and why sweeping away Ted McCarrick problems has no consequences, or often only after many years. They demand that the church first get its own shop in order. This was shown not least by the church membership survey, the KMU, published in Germany last week. End quote. 
Now, the church membership survey in Germany, it was a survey of the faithful in that country. It asked the laity about various issues in the church, including their mass attendance and the usual questions you'd expect, as well as all the rather messy questions that the that the survey here is going to focus on. And we'll get back to that story about the German bishops ignoring Francis's demands and heading towards schism, but let's first look at the same outlet reporting on the attitude of German Catholics, because that topic is directly relevant to what's driving the schismatic tendencies of the German bishops and clergy. So headline from Katholisch, dramatic numbers. This is how things stand with the faith and the church in Germany. The picture isn't pretty. To call the Catholic church in Germany is a bit of a misnomer because Frankly, the virtual apostasy we see all throughout the church in the West is far more pronounced in Germany than maybe anywhere else. Quote, The end of September, the cartoonist Thomas Plasman posted a cartoon on Facebook about the situation in the Catholic Church. In the drawing, behind extremely sparsely occupied pews, you can see a priest and two altar boys sitting next to the altar and looking at the believers in the rows in front of them. A thought bubble hover, hovers over the clergyman. Shocking, so few. One of the altar boys sitting next to him, however, is less pessimistic about attending the service. Amazing, so many more, says his thought bubble. In doing so, Plossman was, as it were, anticipating the results of the Sixth Church Membership Survey, KMU, of the Evangelical Church in Germany, published on Tuesday. The representative study in which the Catholic Church took part for the first time since the first survey in 1972, and in which Catholics were surveyed for the first time, shows the situation of the churches in the Federal Republic and the religiosity of the population, namely a similar picture to that in the cartoonist drawing. The ranks in the churches have thinned out significantly and are continuing to thin out and religiosity is also declining. But a few people still remain loyal to the churches and are not indifferent to faith and religion. So far, so expected, one might think. After all, the dramatic erosion process of the two former national churches has already been extensively documented through various surveys and studies in recent years. Katolish.de has also reported in numerous articles about the loss of trust, particularly in the Catholic Church and the declining ecclesiastical and religious commitment of the population. Most recently, at the end of September, a survey by the Opinion Research Institute YouGov showed that every second Catholic Church member in Germany never attends a church service. Let that sink in for a second. Nevertheless, the SME delivers under the key question title, How do you feel about the church? Also, some new findings and deeper insights that classic yes-no surveys usually cannot offer. In addition with dramatic figures, it once again demonstrates in a new and impressive way the advancing secularization in Germany and the associated loss of importance of the churches. End quote. All right, so that article goes on to say that only 4% of Catholics in Germany are believers by self-admission, meaning that they go to Mass on a regular basis and try to live the faith. 4%. There is functionally no church in Germany because, remember, the radical modernist activists that descended from Germany are among those believers. And for Protestants, that number is 6%, by the way. So these are people who hold to radical heresies that reject the authority of the church and represent a secularization of the faith and population. The changes to the faith the German bishops want to impose are designed to try to get those who've apostatized back, but what 
these so-called reformers fail to realize is that they'll just alienate the remaining 4%. Hopefully that 4% just start going to mass with the SSPX or FSSP or the Institute of Christ, the King, Sovereign, Priest, and other groups that can more easily ignore what the apostate bishops are doing. Now, this attitude of trying to win back those who left through secularization of the faith is evident in the remainder of that short, for short first article. So here we go, back to it. Quote, The reason we, why we are always discussing the same issues that the Pope criticizes is because they still need to be discussed because there is still no comprehensive willingness in the church to deal with them even though they are becoming more and more urgent. One can criticize the establishment of further committees and think whatever one wants about the specific form of the synodal committee or the planned council. The church in many countries will increasingly find it difficult to convey its message of God's humanity to society if it does so structures are not subjected to critical review. Based on the findings of the Ted McCarrick problem, the synodal path started with this maxim and made corresponding proposals. This has nothing to do with self-centeredness, but is necessary to help the church regain credibility in its efforts at evangelization, or whatever you want to call it. Many of the delegates to the World Synod also recognize this. As sad as you might think it is, simply telling people something about Jesus as certain circles imagine will no longer be enough to convince them, end quote. Secularism is too strong a force, I guess, for Catholicism, is what they're kind of saying here. And the entire argument they make rests on the notion of regaining credibility. Credibility with whom, precisely? The world and those who have abandoned the faith in favor of the world? The attitude in the survey of former believers is that they believe they no longer need religion of any kind in order to thrive. I know because I read the survey. They may believe in some vague god of their own creation and call it being spiritual, but the truth is they've abandoned the church because of the problems made possible by the toleration of the James Martin sin in the ranks of the clergy, as that sin is a near total constant with the activities of Ted McCarrick type priests and those he caused misery to. That's the truth about the situation. You put that in an environment of increased secularization and sins of the flesh being normal, and this is what you get. And what the German bishops and their lay allies fail to grasp is that they will accomplish nothing but the ruin of souls by continuing to argue for laity running the church and changes to the morality of the flesh is taught by the church. Only further ruin comes from what they propose. And since these proposals come from the most influential members of that remaining 4% of Germans who are still quote-unquote practicing Catholics, one has to wonder what that real percentage of faithful Catholics actually is, because these proposed reforms do not come from a place of faith and orthodoxy. What do you think about this? Are you surprised at all that the number of Catholics who still practice the faith in some way is as low as is being reported in that survey? The survey says something like half of Catholics occasionally go to Mass sometimes. <laughs> do you see a connection between that low number and the secularization of the faith? Let me know in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.